Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else in between. Welcome to episode one of the Declassified UFO Files, the Blue Book Sessions. This is the follow-up to my Bebop podcast that I ended back around... Very early January of 2020, I technically ended it right around the end of December of 2019, but that is just technical difficulties, babble, whatever you want to call it. Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, what the heck's going on? Okay, then. I think we're just going to deal with those technical difficulties in post. But, uh, this is episode one, the fuller dogfight of Project Blue Book. And with this episode, like this series, like I mentioned beforehand, when I I made my Project Zero pilot for this one, will definitely be a lot different from the Bebop sessions. They're going to be a little bit longer, possibly. But more or less, what is going to happen is that we're going to talk about everything else that goes on. And so far, let's. I'm going to take a look at the... It's basically set in 1952 currently. Dr. J, I, I'm just going to giving you the synopsis currently from Google, so I apologize in advance. I just know I, I know what it's about, but I want to give you guys the first little bit about it. So I'm going to give you, if it'll let me. Okay, that isn't it. I want episode one. Astrophysicist Dr. Alan Hynek is recruited by the U.S. Air Force into a top secret program named Project Blue Book investigating UFOs. Dr. Hynek is joined by Captain Michael Quinn to investigate the case of a military pilot who survived a dogfight with an alien craft. Now, with this episode, we see that the character, like uh, Lieutenant Fuller, who is training with this other like uh, Air Force pilot around North Dakota, around uh, Fargo, North Dakota, or is it South Dakota? I can't remember. I'll probably correct it in the next episode, but they're around Fargo. They're finishing training up at night while they're flying. He decides to see what's going on with the playoffs, because I guess it's one of his, uh, I guess he is just wanting to see the the game more or less and just supporting the home team or whatever, because he wants to. Maybe they may become a part of the Air Force later on, too. Who knows? But he's decided to just kind of, like, take a look and just do a quick flyby by the game and he's seeing that it's the playoffs and whatnot he wants to give him a flyby just for the sake of it to kind of like get people to crowd like cheer on something i guess but uh as he's heading back to base he starts to hear this song that's going on he doesn't exactly know why this song is playing but he's hearing this random song and he can't really put his name on the song like why it's happening to him but uh more or less he hears it and um it starts to guide him i guess to something and then he notices out of nowhere 
that there's an unidentified flying object, he decides to investigate himself. And, uh, well, when he does that, he finds himself almost getting himself into a bit of a dogfight of sorts. And he doesn't know what exactly to, um, do per se. But he does kind of investigate it further and go on to then find himself at trying to attack it. And then he notices that, like, he even reports in and it's like saying there's some sort of flying object. I don't know what it is. Is there anyone else flying around me? And he gets attacked in a sense, like, it, like, magnetically hovers above him and flies him up and guides him himself. And then rips into his craft and he crashes meanwhile back in ohio at ohio state university dr heineck is explaining this object he wants to get funding for and he gets a call from the air force from captain michael quinn and i do believe general i remember his name right now just give me a second it was Give me one second. I remember it right now, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Sorry, guys. This is I haven't done a pro, I haven't done the these pro like I haven't done a podcast in a while. If you can't tell, <laughs> but uh, basically he's basically Captain Michael Quinn was recruited into the into the program by General James. What's his name? General James. Uh, General the general's name. Let me find it quickly. Sorry, I have it right here, but it's not showing for whatever reason but i remember it was a general that was high up and more or less the leader of the whole program the name of his the character was uh hugh valentine general hugh valentine he was a high-ranking military official and the founder of the project in the series but the real series general is major general charles p capel he was the founder of the Real Life Project. And the other one was General James Harding. That's who I was thinking of. He's the co-founder of Project Blue Book. But the real general in real life was General William Gar- Garland. And was a, pr- a member of the staff during the time period of the Real Life Project Blue Book. But Quinn is actually recruited by Harding into the program. As well, while this is going on, while... Heineck is talking about this, and he gets a call from Harding and Quinn asking if they can come, if he can come down to, like, to, if they can speak face-to-face, and they want to invite him into Project Blue Book, more or less as a, invest, like, to help investigate some of these case, like, for this case that's going on in Fargo, and they ask him to do this, he gives him, he gives them a few terms that he wants, he wants recognition, a paycheck, and to be able to keep his job at the state at the university while this is going on, which is a, a smart move if you ask me, because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know if it can go put easily like that. We don't know. And he wants to do that just to keep his family supported as well. Meanwhile, while this is happening, he finds himself heading to Fargo, like I mentioned. And they investigate what happened to the lieutenant. 
And they look at his plane. Meanwhile, Alan's wife, Mimi, meets, makes a new friend while shopping named Susie Miller. They conclude that uh, while this is happening, they kind of investigate further. Hynek doesn't believe that it was a weather balloon, while Quinn kind of wants it to just be a weather balloon and kind of do whatever about it. He doesn't really care one way or the other, but he wants to just kind of say that because of the fact that, one, he doesn't want to go deeper into this because of General Harding. Harding wants him to just kind of just keep like Heineck under control and just say, okay, you two are going to work together and we're gonna you're going to investigate these problems, but you're going to try and explain to the public easily so they could just kind of say, okay, whatever, this isn't a problem. Let's move on with our lives. That's what Harding kind of wants. While Heineck knows a lot more than most people think. When they go ahead and investigate a little bit further, Quinn is able to procure an aircraft and actually help Quinn, like a Heineck, kind of not just like um, just prove the theories that he has in his head by doing the like replicating what happened. While they do that, they crash sadly, but. What happens uh, is that Quinn just has a, a looks like a, just a broken arm or something like that and has to head back to D.C. while Heineck is heading home more or less to Ohio while more or less before that happens after they crash he notices a black like a guy all in black like black fedora and all this. He doesn't know what he is exactly. He finds him again after he decides to tail Heineck and sh- like follow, like make him follow, like make Heineck follow this guy into an area where he notices some symbols and some numbers. And he decides to kind of go through this and just kind of investigate further. Meanwhile, Quinn has sent the report off and just said. You know what? Just take just head home safely. Hi, Nick. This is your car now. And just remember to fill it up with gas. When he gets home, he decides to kind of look around, look in his journal about what he saw, and see if uh, maybe there's something. Maybe there's something about it when he decides to also call the local radio station that. Fuller heard because he thought he was hearing this song over and over again. The song, if I recall correctly, was if I look quickly, was "How High the Moon." How's How High is the Moon? By Les Paul and Mary Ford. That is the song that was he heard, but he thinks like each time Heineck has heard it, he's thought there's some trouble ahead or what have you. He decides to call up the radio station, see if they have a record of it being played at the same time. Fuller heard it. He decides to call up Quinn. Well, Heineck again. Well, he decides to call Quinn. Heineck decides to call Quinn. Sorry. And, uh, well, when he does that, he decides to say, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe it was just a weather balloon. After that happens, we see Harding make a call while he's talking to... Well, he's talking to, uh, what's his name? What's his name? 
the other captain, the other general, Hugh Valentine, and he uh, more or less says, you know what, it's done, we can rest easy now, Fuller won't be a problem, we're going to initiate him into some project of some sort they don't really explain, but it is some sort of setup we don't really have a exact way to explain like they don't know like we don't know what it is exactly but i think later on we will hear about it and what it might be but right now i'm not gonna assume anything just yet i just know that fuller is forcibly taken from the hospital mimi's talking to alan about hearing some things and we also see before everything ends, we see Susie taking some photos of Alan and Mimi and just decides to just drive away like nothing's happening because I guess she's working with a rival agency or what have you. We don't really know exactly what her story is, but I think later on in the episodes, we will find more about some of these characters. But right now, I don't want to say because I haven't really seen much further into the series. I mean, I did technically see episodes one and two of season two, but that was because of another story I'll talk about later on when that season does begin production for me on this podcast. But that's then. This is now. And what am I going to rate this episode? Honestly, for basically a pilot that got picked up by the History Channel and basically it's the first time I think that the executive producer, Robert Zemeckis has actually found himself doing a TV series of sorts with uh, like while working with uh, David O'Leary and a few others up here in Vancouver, British Columbia as well to boot I don't think he's ever done a TV series Robert Zemeckis, mind you I know he's been mostly known for producing and directing and screenwriting films for the most part for his career. Like, he didn't really... Let me take a look. I'm trying to see what he did for the most part. He hasn't been much of an executive producer, it looks like, in the past couple years. But he has been working on a few things. I mean, last... He's working on a few things right now, currently. And he has worked on TV before. He's worked on a show called What If. But overall, I never really thought he did a lot of that stuff. I know he did some stuff in the 90s for executive production and whatnot. And a little bit of the 80s. But mostly he's been working on, like, he mostly was a producer or director or exec on certain films for the most part. Other than that, he hasn't done much else, I don't think, but... That's getting a little ahead of me. Like, that's getting a little bit past the point. More or less, I think this was a good episode. This is definitely a good way to get yourself introduced to the series. I'm going to watch the rest of the series, the next nine episodes, over the next couple of days, and I'm going to record them. But you won't hear these episodes, I don't think, until I decide to release them, which will be in July. Which is when I decide... uh, That's when I'm going to decide to... release them, I'm only doing these in patches because, well, not in patches, in batches, more or less, I'm going to do the whole season and then record it, and then once it's ready to go, just kind of do what I did before, unlike last time where I just didn't, I just kind of did like boom, 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 a couple episodes, then stop, a couple episodes, and stop, 
Spoiler alert, you probably now know what I did for the last season, but really, do I care? Not really. I'm just keeping these in... Like, I'm producing these, I'm recording these now as I speak, and then later on I will release them. But, enough about that. What is my score on this episode? This episode, because we're using a new scale, we're still using 1 to 10, but we're not using the Bebop scale. That's officially retired now. Because this is a new season. This is season one of uh, the Blue Book Files. But this is technically season two of the whole series in general for me. I'm going to go about... I'm going to give this out of ten. Ten being... Area 51, top secret. And declassified number... Like, number one was just like... It's been debunked. No one cares. I'm going to give this a 7. This was a good episode to get introduced to the series. And if you haven't watched the series before, this is, it's, already, it's already edited its second season. I do believe they're going to be making a third. Hopefully soon. I don't know when exactly will happen. This is a good series to get yourself into if you like your science fiction and you like your history. Like if you ever, if you like Back to the Future and you liked... Forrest Gump and a bunch of these other shows that Robert Zemeckis has worked on or you like just the idea of reliving the X-Files in the modern world in a sense not really in the modern world but like back in the day before the X-Files was really a thing and you're you're hearing about these like files that were technically classified as top secret for a long time before they got declassified then that's up to you Ladies and gentlemen, I will probably give you some sort of nickname for this this season and the next when I decide to do the second season as well. But right now, I'm just going to say ladies and gentlemen, because I don't think I can think of something right now for for that. But yeah, my final thoughts on this episode, it's good. I can definitely watch it again and enjoy it. Now... If you will excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I do see something outside my window. And I don't think it's the moon. It could be the moon, but right now it looks like there's something moving and it doesn't look like an airplane or the moon right now. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I will if you I will see you next time. And uh Keep on exploring, my explorers of deep space. Now, my my explorers keep on exploring and trying to find the unknown. End transmission.